Hey, what's up, everybody? Isaac here, Civil Engineering Academy. Excited to be with you on another podcast episode, but today is a special one. I bring on Matt Pangella. He's actually a course creator now with Civil Engineering Academy. Matt specializes in water resources. We got chatting. He's helped create tons of video practice problems for us. And one of the designations that is out there is called a CFM or Certified Floodplain Manager. There's an exam for this that's out there. If you're in this world, you definitely know about it, but it is a great designation to have. And there's a whole exam that is associated with the CFM, Certified Floodplain Manager designation. So Matt actually created a course surrounding this. It's got awesome content. We were about to launch this thing. So I wanted to bring Matt on and talk about his experience taking this exam himself, why it's a benefit for civil engineers that are going into this arena and actually to a lot of other professions that are interested in floodplain management. And we talk about all the details in this episode. So we're excited about it. If you're interested in becoming a CFM or certified floodplain manager, check out our review course at cfmreviewcourse.com. You can also find it at civilengineeringacademy.com. We'll make sure we link to it there, but it's got all the good stuff, including modules, practice, exam, and support. And um, Matt's gone through it all. So we detail all of it in this episode. I think you're really going to enjoy talking to Matt all the time. He is an awesome contributor to the stuff and the mission that we have going on here. And I think you're going to enjoy this. So Matt's going to be coming up right after this. Hey guys, if you haven't already, I want to let you know about our awesome newsletter. If you haven't signed up for the Civil Engineering Academy newsletter, seriously, what's wrong with you? I'm just kidding. Go check it out though. You'll get all the latest episodes that we produce, blog articles, exams, discounts, course material. All this fun stuff is through our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up, go check it out. That's civilengineeringacademy.com slash newsletter. You'll be taken. Go sign up. And uh, you'll start getting our fun newsletters that we send out usually once a week. So go check it out, civilengineeringacademy.com slash newsletter and go sign up. All right, Matt, we are live and running. Thanks for joining again on uh, the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. Thanks, Isaac. Happy to be here. I think it's been um, 10 months or so since we sat down together. And a lot's changed since then. We have the Certified Floodplain Manager course we're about to uh, debut. So excited to jump back on and talk to you a few minutes about that. And um, again, thanks for the opportunity to be here. Yeah, we're excited. So just as a background for people, Matt passed his PE exam using our material. We connected over that. He's been a, an awesome contributor to Civil Engineering Academy ever since then. And we kind of connected about creating a course around the certified floodplain manager. And so I wanted to bring Matt on because he helped to develop that whole thing and talk about that certification, that exam, that process, what that is all about. I imagine Matt maybe is a first question that this material is mainly for people that are very interested, I guess, in water resources or in floodplain management itself, but maybe at a high level, what kind of audience would be interested in taking this exam and wanting to become a certified floodplain manager? Sure. You hit the nail on the head, Isaac. You know, it's popular among practitioners in water resources, be it, you know, civil engineers in that specialty or environmental scientists, environmental engineers. You see a lot to city planners, people involved in city and town planning departments, zoning departments, things like that, as well as emergency managers, um, department of emergency management, locality levels. 
but also to it's a certification that is fairly common among insurance agents, real estate agents, those populations and career paths as well. And I think that that's important too, because there is such a variety of professionals who are involved in floodplain management. And it's interesting. I think it sort of deviates from you know our usual audience, maybe at Civil Engineering Academy, where you know it's, it's mostly engineers, maybe specific disciplines as far as water resources, transportation, structural, et cetera. But with this certification, it really covers a broad spectrum of people who are involved in floodplain management at all different levels and all different angles. But you know, ultimately, after the same goal of you know flood mitigation, safety, and um, you know more resilient communities. Yeah, that's awesome. So there's a broad spectrum of people that would be interested in getting this exam done. I mean, that's kind of a stepping stone to becoming a certified floodplain manager. But maybe we can back up a little bit. Why don't you do a quick introduction of yourself and maybe describe the process you went through and why you got your certified floodplain manager designation and passed the exam? Sure. So my name is Matt Fangella. I'm a practicing civil engineer, licensed PE in Commonwealth of Virginia, and I'm also a certified floodplain manager. My background is stormwater management and water resources. And uh, back in 2021, I was working at a locality in the Commonwealth of Virginia, and the state at the time had just released a new source of funding for drainage improvement projects, flood mitigation projects, and things like that called the Community Flood Preparedness Fund. One of the requirements to submit applications for funding for this fund, I was looking for funding for different projects that, you know, we had identified in the locality as, you know, drainage improvement strategies that we want to implement. But, you know, like anything else, you're always looking for a source of funding for infrastructure projects. And the CFPF, as it was called by the state, the Community Flood Preparedness Fund, required that the community had both a certified resilience plan as well as a certified floodplain manager. And at the time, we did not have a certified floodplain manager. So myself and a coworker, who was an environmental scientist, identified this need, identified the funding source. But you know, our community fell short because we didn't have a certified floodplain manager on board with us at the time. So we spoke to our director and department leadership and um, volunteered to become that resource, that person in the community to study for the exam and pass the exam and earn our certification such that we would be eligible to you know, apply for funding. And then we also simultaneously spearheaded and championed the development of a community-wide resilience plan for that community. This was in addition to our full-time jobs, full-time roles. And with that, the opportunity to study for the exam was a little bit more overwhelming maybe than we thought. Maybe some of our listeners can relate to you know, their PE or FE exam preparation. And we found there weren't a lot of resources out there. You know, I think if you go on YouTube at the time too, I was studying for the PE, taking the Civil Engineering Academy course content. And you know, on YouTube, you know, you can punch in professional engineer exam, fundamentals of engineering exam. We get a lot of content out there, but CFM, Certified Floodplain Manager Exam, there was not a lot out there. The exam itself is based on FEMA 480, which is a document we'll talk about later. And then, you know, there were some YouTube videos of someone in the back of the class who had like recorded, you know, someone doing a training session back in 2017, I think. And even some of that content was outdated. So there was a real need there to figure out how are we going to study for this? So we kind of put together our own curriculum and set kind of a program of roughly once a week, knocking out a chapter 
And that worked out. It stuck. We spent maybe more time than we thought on some of the modules, but we ultimately passed the exam and um, became the first two certified floodplain managers in the community. With that too, we interacted with a lot of other departments in emergency management, fire rescue, and um, planning. So a lot of opportunities have since opened up since that initial you know, idea to become the certified floodplain manager and pass the exam. So it's been an interesting journey and I've learned a lot and even just from my own knowledge and you know, good information about different properties that I've, I've seen. So very helpful. That's some great background and insight into why you actually created this course. It doesn't sound like there was a lot of material out there for people to even to study from. So we're excited that this is an offering that Civil Engineering Academy has that you can go and get this exam done and over with. I wanted to ask you as we talk about this exam, there's many people that have just no idea what this exam is about. Could you high level talk about the nuts and bolts of it? How many questions there are high level, what they're asking questions about or some of the things that they're referencing and maybe just the exam experience itself? Sure. So the exam itself, it consists of 120 questions and um, it centers around FEMA 480, the National Flood Insurance Program guiding document. And with those 120 questions, it's broken down to about 30 or so are mapping. And um, the rest um, are based on regulations, are based on legislation, and are based on, you know, kind of scientific background and theory of floodplain management and some of the techniques and strategies associated with that. I would encourage listeners to really focus on mapping when they take that exam, you know, reading the floodplain maps, which the course emphasizes, and, um, you know, the flood insurance studies and knowing how to use those and feeling comfortable with that material. I think that that's very important for the exam. The exam is computer-based. A lot of our listeners, too, are familiar with PE and FE exams. So, you know, you go to a testing center to get administered through Measure Learn. Um, it used to be Scantrons, I think, consolidated. You know, you'll take the exam on the computer and all the resources, the flood maps, the flood insurance studies, charts, graphs are all going to be in electronic computer-based format. The exam itself, I think, consists of about three hours, timed exam, and um, you'll, you'll receive your exam result right after the conclusion of the exam itself. That's awesome. Briefly, just talk about, I guess, how much time did it take for you to actually prepare for that exam, taking 120 questions and everything that was entailed with that? Sure. So at the time, I was also studying for the professional engineer exam and, you know, performing my full-time job as a civil engineer. So what we did is we broke the exam preparation up into, like I said, a, a week, a chapter or module in that FEMA 480 document. And um, I think a couple of them, like modules three through five, where we really get into the nuts and bolts of the FEMA mapping might have taken two weeks where, you know, we worked through the module and then took the practice quiz at the end of FEMA 480, each chapter has a nice little 10 question quiz that hits the high level topics that were covered in that module. And that is very useful to kind of see you know, where you, you know, have mastered the material and you know, other areas you want to revisit. So we spent about a week on each module, couple, like say a couple of weeks, maybe on some of the other ones. We we're also studying during the Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's holidays. So that, you know, kind of created a couple of lags there. So overall it took us, I think about four and a half months to prepare, start to finish. And um, then we had to you know, schedule an exam at the testing center and it can you know, be a couple week delay or so, you know, as far as when the testing center has availability and when you can fit the tests in with both your professional and personal life. So overall, I think it was about a four and a half, five month journey from, you know, cracking open the exam preparation setup that we made to passing the exam in the testing center. That's quite a bit of time. 
And so the way that you've developed a course, do you feel like the way that this is laid out would help somebody achieve that goal a little quicker or help them keep things organized? What are the benefits you see of taking this course? Sure. So I think the benefits of the course is that it does follow the FEMA 480 document. And you, know, you can kind of use that as your maybe textbook or guiding document. And then you know, our course expands upon that knowledge and creates it you know, in a more visually appealing, interactive, you know, engaging format for the student. The course too, you know, like all the Civil Engineering Academy courses are online, on demand, and are self-paced. So if you have somebody who's you know, very motivated or maybe has more time or maybe does more floodplain management you know, in their day-to-day work, I was not familiar with it. I never heard of the Certified Floodplain Manager designation until that grant funding that we talked about came out. So I was not that familiar with it. So maybe someone who, you know, practices in that realm on a daily basis, maybe a city planner, emergency manager or something, or just somebody who has, you know, more time could knock it out in, they could say, I want to spend, you know, three days on a module and, you know, knock it out within a month. Or they could say, I need to get it in within two months and can kind of, you know, reverse engineer and back themselves up onto an exam schedule that allow that. But I think the on-demand format is really beneficial. You can also stop, rewind, rewatch a module, things like that. So there's a lot of flexibility to it to kind of cater to whatever your needs are at the time. I would encourage people. I think one of the things that we ran into is we were starting to forget some of the modules that, you know, five months, we would talk about that in module one or two. So I wouldn't want to spend too much time on it. You know, you kind of start to forget some of the information, perhaps definitely map out a study path that is productive for you and your needs. That definitely makes sense. I guess also high level, someone that wants to get this CFM designation, you described a couple different roles in there as you were talking about this. What does uh, having a CFM mean to a person that has it? What are some key roles or responsibilities that someone with a, a CFM would have? Sure. So the CFM is all based around floodplain management, right? And so if you look at you know floodplain management and the FEMA definition of floodplain management, you know FEMA defines it as a community program of preventative and corrective measures designated to reduce risk of current and future flooding to create a more resilient community. And like we said, you know, many people from many different professions, you know, will pursue their CFM certification. And I think the roles and responsibilities depends on your role. Um, you know, in the course and in the regulations themselves, they talk about the local floodplain administrator. And, you know, that's a community or locality role. So a government official who is responsible for administering the floodplain management regulations and the community's ordinance related to floodplain management in a way that is consistent and legal in compliance with the NFIP, that's the National Flood Insurance Program regulations. So that individual is going to be reviewing plans for development that are submitted to the locality and ensuring that they are compliant with the regulations. We talked earlier, you know, civil engineers in the water resources realm or even structural are going to be submitting plans to localities and, you know, for developers who are building residential structures, commercial structures, industrial structures, roads, interstates, bridges, railroads, you know, you name it for, you know, review by the floodplain administrator. So the civil engineers who are submitting those plans need to make sure that they are compliant with those regulations and also to account for, you know, safety factors that account for future flooding and, you know, flood mitigation strategies. We talked about emergency managers, preparedness, training, hazard mitigation. Those are all important topics of the certified floodplain manager course, as well as, you know, the NFIP program itself. There's a lot of grant programs for hazard mitigation. You hear about the theme of brick, building resilient infrastructure communities. 
grant program, very competitive program um, across the country. We also have target hazards, managing disaster responses and things like that for, you know, the emergency management, you know, maybe fire battalion chiefs, people in those capacities of public safety. And then two, we talked about, you know, insurance agents, real estate agents can answer questions for their clients. Do I need flood insurance on my HVAC unit to elevate it to the proper height? Can I build this deck in my backyard that's on the water? Can I build a deck that encroaches the dunes on the beach? What do I need to do to build this accessory structure? What does it need to be elevated to? You can really become that go-to resource for your clients to answer these questions and you know get them the best flood insurance rates for their properties that are waterfront and beachfront and be able to answer people's questions in an educated manner about their properties, which is arguably the most valuable investment. That's awesome. There's a lot to unpack there, but it sounds like there's so much that you can learn through taking the course and applying it to any of those scenarios that you just mentioned. Do you see any other ways that this certificate enhances an engineer's career? Absolutely. So any certification, you know, especially in the realm of civil engineering, can advance your career. For example, a, a position later opened, they were looking for someone specifically who had a PE and a CFM. There are many people who had a PE license, but no one went to CFM. And um, I had connected, it was a colleague of mine who was hiring for their organization, had reached out to me because of that, you know, the winning combination, so to speak, of the PE and the CFM was the person they were looking for to fill that role. And in my case, you know, it resulted in a 20% pay increase. So that was beneficial. And then outside the monetary values, you know, you're providing clients or citizens you serve or the general public with you know, additional knowledge about floodplain management. We answered a lot of questions in the field regarding, hey, you know, why does this street flood? You know, we just got a big, you know, 100-year storm last week. When's it going to happen again? Am I good for 100 years? You know, you can look in the course, but the spoiler alert is no, a 100-year storm could happen at any time. It's all based on probability, right? And so being able to answer those questions and speak in an educated manner and answer people's questions, because people do get scared when they see a flood event even after it doesn't have to be a huge hurricane or you know monsoon in the west, it can just be a simple afternoon July rainstorm that overwhelmed the pipe system and exceeded its capacity and it backed up onto the street and a car flooded out and people are, are in a tight spot and they want answers. So you know it always helps to you know be knowledgeable to clients, to citizens you serve, and the general public. There is nothing worse than having some you know water problems as a homeowner. Uh, I've definitely seen that and um, definitely a reason of concern. So having a, someone with a CFM as someone I would definitely rely on to get better answers to my questions. But um, we're excited for it. The course is called the Ultimate Civil Floodplain Manager Review Course. And the website is cfmreviewcourse.com. Matt is the author of that thing, and it's going to be awesome. He's gone through the whole process of doing that and is going to spell it all out for you, broken up into modules. And um, we also have some good practice exam and support there. So, Matt, is there anything else about the course that you would like to talk about, pitch, anything else? Sure. So I think, you know, in closing, thanks, everybody, for looking into the course and, um, you know, important certification for your career, but also the general public as flood events increase in both frequency and severity across the nation, flooding and resiliency is going to continue to increase in our designs in civil engineering and also across the discipline and other professions that we talked about you know, here in the, in the podcast earlier. And right now, uh, FEMA has really transitioned an approach to prevention and mitigation 
you know, a lot of times when the opportunity to perform has arose, the opportunity to prepare has passed. So I'd encourage everybody to check out the course and see how it could help you in your career and um, ultimately make a you know safer community for all of us to enjoy. So thanks again for checking it out. And um, we hope to see you soon over at the Civil Engineering Academy and at our ultimate certified floodplain manager review course. Awesome. Thank you, Matt, for coming on, sharing the details of the course. Again, go check it out at cfmreviewcourse.com. We can answer all your questions, check out all the details. If you have any other further questions, you can email me, Isaac, at civilengineeringacademy.com. Work closely with Matt, and we'll make sure you get your questions answered. But uh, we're excited for it. So, Matt, thanks for joining me today, and uh, we'll see you again in the future. You're welcome. Thank you, Isaac. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you want, please leave a review or a comment or a like. They definitely go a long way. And share it with a friend because why not? It helps. Hey, if you're interested in becoming a guest, feel free to shoot me an email, Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com. And if you know anyone or yourself personally, definitely check out our website, civilengineeringacademy.com, where we can help you on your journey to become a professional engineer, whether that's to help you pass your FE or your PE, or just get great career advice. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of this podcast and have an amazing outreach to other civil engineers, also shoot me an email and we'll be there to help you. Anyway, thanks for joining me today and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.